So the question is this, how do most agents succeed in today's competitive real estate market when all the successful agents are keeping the secrets to themselves? So that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I interview agents from all over the world. I ask them their tactics, and they share all of their secrets with me so we can give them to the world. I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Real Estate Rockstars, Aaron here with a quick commercial break. But hey, you've got to listen to this one. This one has a really, really short time offer on it. I tell you what, my friend Trevor Mock of Carrot is cooking up something super, super cool. Carrot Summit is coming up July 12th. It's a one-day virtual event for investors and agents who want to learn how to generate highly motivated, consistent leads online and how to grow and lead a team. The sessions will range from tactical breakouts on today's most effective marketing strategies like SEO, Google, AI, chat GPT for lead gen. Also to leadership topics like how eight figure CEOs delegate. Trevor is an expert at that. If you follow him on social media, you'll see he shares so much about how he delegates and grows his huge businesses. How to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur, how to scale your team. They're gonna have a wide range of experts that also come on and talk, eight figure investors and agents, best-selling authors, industry coaches. I mean, you name it. If there's an event out there, he's doing it. But one of my favorite sessions is where you're gonna learn how to train your team to profit from every single lead as a hybrid investor agent. You know, Carrot's been the authority on inbound lead generation in our industry for nearly 10 years. Trevor's team and business is one that I myself want to learn how to emulate. So join us on the summit to learn how you can build a business of freedom and impact. Go to carrot.com forward slash rockstar for our link or go to the show notes to grab your spot for free. All right, back to your podcast. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchistegui. Hey, it's almost summertime. It's starting to get warm. Some kids are out for school now. I know my kids are still in school for a little while longer, but it is June. Happy June. We are almost to our halfway point of the year. We are almost done with the second quarter. And I'm curious from you guys, what do your goals look like so far? It's a great time to be able to review what you've done so far in the year and what you're going to do for the rest of the year as you get to readjust. I think that real estate, I'm starting to hear from a lot of people, it's starting to open up a little bit, starting to loosen up a little bit. The Some buyers are coming you know, back into the fold or there's new buyers that are coming in pretty consistently across the US right now. Supply is low, not much supply out there. You know, Demand is high in certain markets and certain price points but some of the areas that had really big increases over the past couple of years have seen uh, major slowdowns. Overall, we know that volume is down, so people are working harder to get fewer sales. Uh, we've also had tons of agents leave the industry already. I've even seen that with my downloads in just the last few months. So I wanna ask you guys as my favor before we jump into the rest of this episode, if you are a listener, if you come back and you listen to this a lot, please, 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 share my podcast with one person. Shoot somebody a text and say, hey, if you're an agent, you should really listen to one of these podcasts that Aaron does over at Real Estate Rockstars. It means so much to me for you guys to share it. I mean, we pour our heart and soul into this, trying to tell people about values and real estate and what they should be doing to help them uh, with their career. And with so many agents leaving the industry, I know people need to hear what we're talking about. So as I jump in, I just want to ask you again, please, Share, share, share the podcast. Tell a friend about it. Text it to him. Post it on your social media. Tag me. Come talk to me. I would really, really appreciate the help as we continue to grow this network and improve the industry 
together. Now, this is one of those special episodes where I go through and I and I replay a few minutes of every one of the episodes that we played in May. So you can see if there's one that you should go back and listen to the rest of. So here we go. First up, here's a few minutes from episode 1141 with Derek Tellier, how to succeed with short-term rentals. Uh, the most important thing I'll say is I started my journey, my self-development journey at 43. Didn't get into real estate until I was 45. It's easy for people to sit there and say, you know, oh, I can't do this. I'm, I'm too old. It's too late. I change it. So you can. It, it absolutely you can. I mean, if you had asked me 10 years ago that I was going to be a real estate agent uh, making the money that I'm making, I'd have never in my life believed it. You know, there's a famous quote, you know, we, we, we get a lot of anxiety, we get a lot of stress. And there's a quote, Mark Twain quote that says, I've suffered many tragedies in my life. A few of them actually happened. Yeah. We suffer, we suffer so much in our heads and we, we keep limiting beliefs on ourselves. And the minute you let go of all that, the minute you recognize that the only thing holding you back is you, the sky is unlimited. You just grow. So, you know, Colonel Sanders was 66 when he founded Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know? So, it's never too late. It's never too late to get healthy. It's never too late to to change your mindset on contribution. It's never too late to become an entrepreneur, to grow, to change your path. If you're not happy, do something about it. All right. And if you like that one, go back and listen to the rest of 1131 with Derek Tellier. Next up, here's a few minutes of the interview with my friend, Jeff Zaylor. You know, Jeff and I met way back in 2009, working on foreclosures together. I'm so excited that he is now a very successful you know, broker in the Las Vegas area. So this is episode 1142, the fastest way to master your real estate market. The hard work of those first six months we were here, I probably drove 15 to 20,000 miles and I probably comped 7,000 houses. That's the only way to learn this market as quickly as, as we did. Like anything else, I was forced to because I was learning how to create my own inventory and I was learning how to create my own listings. But that translated, that skill translated just to, I now know the market better than most agents. And I did very quickly because of that repetition. I know you're a reader, Malcolm Gladwell, you know, in Outliers talks about like the 10,000 hours you need to put into something to be proficient at it and to be, you know, excel at it. I think you and I and people that learn the business, the way we started this business 10, 15 years ago was getting those 10,000 hours in real fast because we were driving properties, we were driving neighborhoods, we were comping houses, we were seeing what people were, the demand was upfront and, and personally, right? So I think that really gave us a fast forward approach into this business that most agents who just go to real estate school and say, I'm going to go look for a traditional buyer or seller, they don't have that need to do that much work that quickly. When I'm talking to our new agents now, I say, pick houses and just start comping them, right? Get, you know, Take a list of every single new house that hits the market and give me a price of what you think it should be listed for. You got to get those reps, right? You got to get those repetitions in. You got to get those at-bats, whatever the analogy you want to use in. Comping houses is the best and fastest way to learn the market. All right. If you want to go listen to more of that, go listen to episode 1142 with Jeff Zaylor. Next up, here's a few minutes from episode 1143, ad advice on starting a real estate team with Amy Florida. Advice for someone that is thinking about starting a team, I would I think that I would talk to more people. You know, I had a time crunch of the eight months that my twins were going to be born. <laughs> yeah. So I was definitely, you know, in a, but I would say take your time and I would say talk to, you know, at least a dozen team leaders um, and, and how, how did they do it? You know, what, what does their structure look like? What's their advice? What did they do right? What did they do wrong? And most people are willing to share that, I think, if you ask. But yeah, I think, you know, culture is super important. That's the main 
sort of driver and and what's kept my team intact. So those people from 2017 are still with me. How do you onboard new team members now? And are you, are you growing your team right now? And if you are, like, what's it like for them when they're first getting started? Do you assign them to a person? Is it like it was for you when you started? It's like, come in and start dialing. What's it like if somebody comes and starts to do today? So today they start shadowing. So I do more of like really making sure that they understand the way that I do it or that the way that I want it done. And also just understand what on earth the job is because they're not leaving their real estate test knowing it anything at all of what the job is. So uh, shadowing is a huge part of like the first 60 days in their training and then learning all of our backend systems. Looking back to me, that's where I felt like I learned the most was actually watching someone have these conversations in the St. Louis basements about all the issues that there were, you know, during showings. And then so that's, that's my huge belief is that that's still the best way. I don't have them come in to answer your question every day at nine and sort of try to meet people where they're at. So as much as I do think that I could crank out replicatable folks like me, I haven't come across a ton of those, you know, with the amount of people that I interview or that want to work on a team as opposed to maybe be a solo agent seem to lend a little bit more to maybe they don't want to be the $20 million producers. All right. If you liked that one, and you didn't get it the first time, go back and listen to the rest of episode 1143. Next up, here's a few minutes of of our State of the Market 91. I had a a talk again with Eric Bramlett. He's an agent in Austin, and we wanted to really talk about the market and how to grow when the market is slow. Here's a few minutes of that one. And in 2012, when the market changed, Eric was the most ready. He was the most ready because he had been growing from 2009 to 2012. And and then it felt like an overnight success in 2012 because as the market came back on, he was ready to go get it. You know, and a lot of people that were waiting to grow again until 2011 or 2012 or people that like came back into real estate in 2012, they were behind because Eric had been like doing that framework. So what would you say for like, how are you keeping happy right now? How are you keeping your agents happy? Like as you're growing, you know, the, are you, are you following kind of that same mindset that we were talking about back then? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the headline is you stay positive and productive. And if you do that, everything will work itself out. And so, you know, talk about productivity first, you have to take a hard look at what has worked for you in the past. And then you have to take a hard look at what is still working. And like you mentioned earlier, Aaron, you know, you're not, you won't get the same results with the same amount of effort today that you did last year. I mean, by definition, you're going to get at least a third less. I can go on big tangent about how it's probably less than that because of, you know, when there's shrinkage and same amount of agents, people work harder for leads, but but anyway, let's just say it's a third less. So you, you identify what's still productive and you dial the volume up on that. You say, okay, great. Uh, it is open houses. I'm going to do 50% more open houses or it's cold calling. I'm going to make 150 cold calls a day instead of a hundred. Uh, or uh, I generally do, you know, two client appreciation parties a year. I still have the money to have these and I'm going to do three or four this year instead. So you take what's effective and you just dial it up and then you stay positive. And you have to continue telling yourself, look, this is normal. I'm working harder for the same amount of money, hopefully, right? You might be working harder for a little bit less money. And that mindset's incredibly important because you won't be able to stay productive if you don't stay positive. All right, you like that? Go listen to the rest of episodes of our State of the Market 91. Next up, number 1144, Systems for Scaling Sales as an Investor-Friendly Agent with Caleb Drake. So what would you tell new agents that you something you wish you would have known earlier on? 
the the first thing is that you can hire out a lot of the mean like the not meaningless but the kind of the the mindless tasks that take up a lot of your time um you can hire that out and look to doing that as soon as possible i would say do your first few deals your first few transactions on your own just so that you understand the process because you can't manage the manager if you don't understand the process so learn the process and then start hiring out as, as soon as possible. I probably would have done another 10 deals in my first year if I would have, um, if I would have you know, hired out my transaction coordination stuff. And then I would say network, learn as much as you can, and then just find a way, regardless of what it is, find a way to add value. If you add value to someone or to a certain community, then you can become the agent for that community. Hey, real estate rock stars, Aaron here with a quick commercial break, but Hey, you've got to listen to this one. This one has a really, really short time offer on it. I tell you what, my friend Trevor mock of carrot is cooking up something super, super cool. Carrot summit is coming up July 12th. It's a one day virtual event for investors and agents who want to learn how to generate highly motivated, consistent leads online and how to grow and lead a team. The sessions will range from tactical breakouts on today's most effective marketing strategies like SEO, Google, AI, chat GPT for lead gen. Also to leadership topics like how eight figure CEOs delegate. Trevor is an expert at that. If you follow him on social media, you'll see he shares so much about how he delegates and grows his huge businesses. How to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur, how to scale your team. They're gonna have a wide range of experts that also come on and talk, eight figure investors and agents, best-selling authors, industry coaches. I mean, you name it. If there's an event out there, he's doing it. But one of my favorite sessions is where you're gonna learn how to train your team to profit from every single lead as a hybrid investor agent. You know, I've talked about that on here. We promote real estate agents and trying to tell people everything they need to do to get more lead gen. But one of my favorite talks at my mastermind last year was these guys that came on and said, hey, if you were only trying to go be a listing agent, then you, it's like you're working for tips. You've gotta be that hybrid investor agent where sometimes you make offers to buy properties at the listing appointment while you're also telling them that you can list it for them. You know, I checked out the lineup in summary. They're gonna focus on lead gen mindset, vision casting, all stuff I talk about on the pod all the time. You know, I'm also a part of an annual mastermind Trevor puts together, and it's always one of my favorites. He definitely knows what he's doing, and him and I even grew up in the same small town in Oregon, so it's extra special to be able to promote this event for him. You know, Carrot's been the authority on inbound lead generation in our industry for nearly 10 years. Trevor's team and business is one that I myself want to learn how to emulate. I mean, he even has a competitive business to one of mine, but he does so well, I have to respect that. So join us on the summit to learn how you can build a business of freedom and impact, go to carrot.com forward slash rockstar for our link or go to the show notes to grab your spot for free. All right, back to your podcast. Yeah, I like that. Like become, and that can be like volunteering at a kid's school that can, there's so many different places, but it's like if you can add value in any community and people know you're the real estate agent, then you become the go-to. That's yeah. simple when it's like part of an investment community or something else. But, um, but I remember even Pat telling me that you know, when he first started, it was like, oh, he became the guy that like when he after he sold like one police officer, he let everybody know like, no, I'm the guy that like helps police officers get their house. And he sold one one uh, fireman. Oh, yeah, I, I, I help firemen buy houses like, you know, and any like thing out that you're getting yourself in adding value and then you can become the agent for that. All right. If you like that one, go listen to the rest of episode 1144 with Caleb Drake. Next up, here's a few minutes of my, of my interview with Sarah Nauer, episode 1145, Ways to Win Luxury Listings. This is a fascinating talk. I mean, all of her listings are really, really 
high price stuff and she started in that market. So here's some of that one. You're going to have the circumstance where you're about ready to close. You're about ready to make a $100,000 commission on something. You're to the end and deal falls apart, mm-hmm. right? People cancel, people change. What do you do in that? Because it's, is there a different mindset than an agent where it's a, di- a different price point or is it just like par for the course? Like what, what is that experience? Cause I remember when we were doing some really, you know, high end, high end properties, some of the, the challenges that we had with that. Yeah. So it is, oh, there's a lot of money on the line, right? So it is super easy to be so excited for a big commission and then to be really bummed when somebody cancels because something comes up. Yep. I like to try to remember one deals are going to cancel, right? If you have 20 escrows this year, five of them might fall out. If you have a hundred escrows this year, 20 of them might fall out. So I try to think, great. One of the ones that was going to cancel. So let's just, we just check that off. We just got it out of the way. Let's move on. Let's find this client something different. Let's focus on another client, whatever it might be. And then I try to get back to just a really abundant mentality as fast as you can after that. So sit down, write about all the other clients that you have that you want to work for and think, okay, great. Now I can start focusing on some of them. Maybe they're even a higher price point with a better commission and you're more excited to now start focusing on them. Maybe that client was just draining energy and I never like to say wasting time, but maybe they were not serious about closing or buying a house. And so you can now like release them and say, great, let them go work with somebody else that will spend their time and energy working with them if they're not serious about buying a house, that kind of thing. Um, it just, it happens, right? So just remembering that it happens, that it's normal. Of course, you're going to want to do everything you can to keep it together. I know I've had some really precarious deals where you think, oh my gosh, this is going to fall apart over a couple thousand dollars over or over closing one day late. And just again, putting energy towards it, thinking about it, like envisioning a positive outcome is so important. Communicating with the other agents on the other side, that is so important because Hopefully you're all working as a team to keep everything staying together and to getting that deal to a successful closing. So staying in communication with them, just being collaborative, trying to figure out, you know, creative ways to solve problems. That's always really the, you know, the best thing to do. And if, if the client doesn't want it, then you have to remember like, this is even more so than I was excited about this commission. This was a multi-million dollar purchase and let's my client do what's best for them. And if they want to cancel, then they, you know, want to cancel and that's their choice. All right. If you like that, go back and listen to the rest of episode 1145. Next up, here is a few minutes of episode 1147, where guest host Elliot Hoyt, a former 30 under 30 honoree from the realtor.com, uh, got to interview our newest 30, 30 under 30 under 30 class member, Kelly Carlson, millions in sales with a new real estate career. Here's a few minutes of that one. I think a lot of people, right, especially me, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here, right, Kelly, but maybe some of the more experienced or older agents can kind of maybe get away with it more if their demographic is a similar age we've bought and sold before because there's enough basis of an understanding, right? to just get someone through a transaction because they kind of know. But with these first-time home buyers, I mean, I really, I think, in my opinion, any agent should be doing it with anyone. But especially with the first-time home buyers, that's a massive value that they won't forget because you sit down and, and take the time to explain it to them because it can be so intimidating um, going mm-hmm. through it the first time because you just don't know what to expect. And I think setting those expectations also helps both the agent and the client because they can make decisions quicker, right? And they feel more comfortable making a decision because, oh, yeah, well, Kelly went over this with me before, so I know what this... Um, disclosure is I know what this addendum is I know what to expect in this scenario um, so I love that you're doing that on our team 
um, that's a requirement. We, we, there's, there's extenuating circumstances with maybe external leads that come in where we have to meet someone at the house as part of the process, but we actually sure. won't even show homes to buyers until we go over a buyer consultation in person, because it just sets the expectations. It sets that foundation, you know? That's great. Hey, real estate rock stars. We only have a few minutes left in this episode, but before we get to the grand finale, I just wanted to say, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. You know, podcasts are obviously free. You don't have to pay to listen to the podcast, but if you could pay one thing, if I could charge you one thing to listen to this podcast, what I would ask you to do is go, please make a review. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's on YouTube or on Apple or Android, wherever you listen to podcasts, and go give me a review of the podcast. I read them. I listen to them. I try to make adjustments. You know, a couple of years ago, I had a ton of bad reviews on the sound quality or the number of advertisements, things like that. And I've really tried to dial in to add value for all of you guys. So please, please, please go do a review. If you want to get a, a, a copy of the toolbox of the stuff that you know everybody that comes on the show, they give us some tactics. They give us something that we put in what we call our toolbox. And so to get that, you go to realestaterockstarsnetwork.com. When you get there, click on the, the toolbox and you get access to the free gift that every person that we interview on the episode provides. There's things like, you know, uh, listing tactics, how to do a presentation, you know, how to do a newsletter, all sorts of cool, fun stuff. And if you want to talk to me, go find me on Instagram at Aaron Amuchastegui. Ask me a question. I talk to so many of you guys on there. All right. Back to the show. Thanks again for being a listener. I, yeah, I completely agree. The setting expectations and just so there's no surprises throughout the process either, you know, of like, oh, I didn't realize there were closing costs. Um, in addition to my down payment, just getting all that information out there up front, um, I think helps everybody in the long run. All right. If you want to go hear the rest of that, it's episode 1147 with Elliot Hoyt interviewing Kelly Carlson. Next up, episode 1148, from real estate investor to licensed agent with Amy Rogers. Here's a few minutes of that one. Can you think of anything that you heard on the podcast, any any interviews you liked in particular that were really helpful for you or tactics that you learned on there that you were able to apply? Gosh, I mean, every pod, like every podcast, there's a nugget. Even if as a whole, I'm looking, listening to it, uh, it's not really landing today, but there's always a nugget. I mean, just the one that I listened to this morning, uh, cannot remember her name but uh, she just said um you know we do our events we do our events and you know we sometimes will rent out a movie theater and i'm like oh that's a great idea so i immediately yep. booked the movie theater <laughs> so that yep. i got that going for my clients i was like i never thought of doing that that was a great idea so i mean in like the two seconds i listened to the podcast this morning i immediately emailed the local movie theater and we've got that going i mean it's just those those tiny nuggets and also of course the the action muscle. I love the action muscle because uh, you've just got to do stuff. Um, it You can read all the books. You can listen to all the podcasts, of course, and you can be an expert. It doesn't matter if you're not actually doing it. And uh, I had this, this silly little show that my kids used to watch on PBS. One of the songs was, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. And yeah. it plays in my head all day, every day. Because you just you're not going to be the expert. You can do this job for 50 years and still be blindsided. I mean, just surveying an easement this week. I didn't know how to do that this week, but I was like, I'm going to learn how, and I'm going to be the expert. And if anybody has a question, you can come ask me. 
Um, and I didn't know how, and it's okay to not know how, and it's okay to always ask dumbest questions because chances are somebody else was too scared to ask it. And now I have the information and they don't. And that's why I'll be better. All right. And if you liked that one, go back and listen to the rest of episode 1148 with Amy Rogers. And that's a wrap. That is our best of May. Hopefully you heard something today, maybe for the second time that helped remind you of why it was important and why that stat is important. Or hopefully you heard some of them that you didn't listen to the first time and you thought, man, I want to go back and hear the rest of that one. As always, listeners, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate when you reach out. I appreciate when you give me good and bad reviews. And like I started this podcast at the beginning, please, please, please go share this episode with others. If it has helped you or helped your life at all to listen to one of my podcast episodes, then that means it's going to help someone else's. So share the love. Just like I want to share all my secrets with you. I need you guys to share the secret of this podcast. Real Estate Rockstars, as always, thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.